0: When I'm recording this, 2023 is almost over. And in some ways, thank God. And in some ways, oh no. I'm getting to the age where getting another year older is starting to become daunting. Like when I was younger, I was excited to get older. I was like, the older I am, the more independence I have, the cooler I'll feel. This is amazing. And now getting older has a little bit more weight to it. I'm turning 23 this year, and 23 sort of feels like 25, and 25 is getting pretty close to 30. There are going to be a lot of life changes for me in the next few years, and the new year is sort of reminding me of that. It's this rude awakening that the clock is ticking, and on top of that, I feel like time is just moving so much faster the older I get. I feel like New Year's Eve 2022 was... Six months ago. No, it was a year ago. Time is moving really fast and I'm going to be totally old soon, but that's totally fine because I don't know. I think my happiest years are yet to come. So that's at least a silver lining. I don't know. For some reason, I'm already having an existential crisis about the new year. I can't do New Year's resolutions this year. I just can't. I can't. I almost just need to pretend like it's not a new year. That's my vibe this year. It's like, nope, it's just another day because I don't want to think about how quickly time is moving. But do you know what I do have the mental bandwidth to do? Talk about fashion. And in honor of us approaching 2024, I thought I would predict some fashion trends for 2024. I'm going to share what I think is going to be trending in 2024. This episode is presented by Hagen Dawes. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche Bar. Featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream. Swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly, and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, you might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep, and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients like 99% pure melatonin to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol, sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. Now, I will say, it is harder to pinpoint trends nowadays because we're so exposed to various niches and aesthetics through the internet. And trends just don't feel as universal as they used to pre-internet. I assume because... I wasn't alive really before the internet. But despite how messy and overwhelming the fashion world is today because of the internet, there still are trends that you can pinpoint. Like for example, in 2023, we had ballet core, okay? People were wearing little ballet slippers, little leg warmers, little leotards. You know what I'm talking about? There were ribbons, you know, like ballet-esque sort of pink ribbons happening. Ballet Corps definitely happened in 2023. There was the quiet luxury, stealth, wealth trend, which was pretty much just basic clothing, okay? Like simple, minimal designs, classic timeless pieces that are classy have always sort of been somewhere in the zeitgeist, but. This sort of style became very trendy in 2023. A lot of people, especially celebrities, were really gravitating towards that sort of aesthetic. And I'll be honest, I hate calling that aesthetic stealth wealth, quiet luxury, old money aesthetic. I hate it because you can accomplish that aesthetic for so cheap. You can go to a thrift store and buy everything you could possibly need for that aesthetic, go get a simple button down, a pair of khakis, a pair of simple, well fitting jeans, a pair of old loafers, a few nice sweaters. You can get all of that from the thrift store for like 30 bucks. I don't like how it's being associated with wealth, though I understand it in a way because prior to this being a trend, designer clothing, expensive clothing was mainly very loud lots of logos, blah, 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 blah. That was the trend. Now it's all about wearing designer clothes, but it not being obvious. In a way, I sort of appreciate that sentiment too, but I guess my issue with the name of the trend is that it sort of excludes people who can't spend $500 on a button-up like most people can't. So that's so exclusionary. It's unfair to me. Like, it paints this picture that only wealthy people can participate in this trend. And I just, I fucking hate that. So anyway, I went off on a tangent. What else did we have in 2023? Oh, sort of a soccer, or if you don't live in America, football aesthetic. A lot of people were wearing soccer jerseys in soccer shoes. Like the Adidas Samba was the shoe of the year, I would say. That's sort of a soccer shoe. And so many people were wearing soccer jerseys. It was like all the rage. So all of that to say, you know, yes, it is harder these days to pinpoint what the trends are. But in retrospect, there still definitely are trends happening. You know, it's not like a complete mess where it's like everything is happening all at once. We can't put a finger on one thing. So here are my 2024 fashion predictions. These predictions are based on things that I've seen on the runway over the past few months and gut feelings that I have. My predictions are somewhat rooted in reality because I'm kind of seeing what's on the runway and the runway tends to predict what's gonna happen in the world, but I'm mainly going off of gut feeling, okay? And I'm probably gonna be wrong about everything. I don't know, maybe not, maybe not. So we'll see. Okay, to start, 2010, Abercrombie and Fitch aesthetic. I think it's going to come back. I lived through this time. Okay, I remember what everybody was wearing. Okay, it was skinny jeans, low-waisted, button-up sort of polo shirts. Everything was really fitted. There was definitely some preppiness going on, you know, the collared shirt, little preppy khaki sort of skirts. Very much a New England vibe, a East Coast sort of vibe, like upstate New York vibes. You know, the jackets had these like big buttons and sometimes were lined with fur. I feel like the Abercrombie and Fitch aesthetic from 2010 combined preppiness with outdoorsiness in a way that felt completely impractical. Okay. Like, Abercrombie & Fitch is not like Carhartt in the way that Carhartt is actually outdoorsy. Abercrombie is not fully preppy. There are skinny jeans. There are mini skirts. There are short shorts. But there are also polo shirts and sweaters. I really think that the entire vibe of Abercrombie & Fitch in 2010 is going to come back now. Okay, I predict fitted collared shirts. I could even kind of see skinny jeans. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're due for skinny jeans to come back. And Abercrombie really loved the skinny jean. I could see like tight jeans that have sort of a little boot cut flair coming back. Both of these types of jeans being low-waisted at the highest, mid-waisted. Abercrombie did a lot of mini denim shorts, like super short denim shorts. I could see those coming back too. Abercrombie tended to stick to a very nautical, outdoorsy, preppy color palette navy blue, white, dark green, dark gray, et cetera. You know, I could see that sort of happening. I feel like Abercrombie and Fitch was sort of a romanticized version of living in a preppy place like Connecticut. You know, imagine you're just growing up next to a lake and you go to this prep school down the road. And so you wear your collared shirt and your skinny jeans and your little boat shoes with your little sweater. And you go out and take a walk by the lake and then afterwards you go and, I don't know, like ride a horse or something. And then after that you go to bed and then the next morning you wake up and you put on your cute little collared shirt again and you put on your little skirt and your little boat shoes and you go to school. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's that sort of fantasy. I just, I feel that coming back. I really, really realized that this was coming back when I went to the spring 2024 ready to wear mew Miu show. Go check out that collection if you want to see proof that I think that this is coming back. If Miu Miu is doing this, it must be coming back. Yeah, it's like this preppy meets outdoorsy fantasy because it's not fully functional. It's, It's definitely an aesthetic. Okay, next trend is sort of similar. So be patient with me because you're going to be like, Emma, you're a broken record. Yeah, we have other stuff to talk about, but that comes later. Next trend, sailor. I'm talking about someone who sails a boat, a sailor. People are going to be ripping off that style or not ripping off, but copying that style. Okay, a classic sailor's uniform is white pants, White sort of button-up top, maybe with some navy blue details, like a navy blue handkerchief around the neck, and then a classic sailor's hat, which is like a round sort of cap that has sort of a lip at the front of it. It's usually white, although, you know, they come in various colors. And then, of course, boat shoes. Okay, boat shoes? I'm not kidding. Like Sperry's. I swear they're going to be in in 2024. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get a pair because I forgot about boat shoes. And then my dad and I were talking one day randomly about what I wore in high school. And boat shoes were kind of trendy in high school. Like a few kids had boat shoes and were wearing them around. And I was like, I want boat shoes. So I got boat shoes. And I wore them a little bit in high school. And I said to my dad, I'm kind of bummed out that I donated those, actually. I said, now that we're discussing them again, I'm realizing how cool they are and how classic they are. And then my dad was like, is anyone wearing boat shoes right now? And I was like, honestly, no. No, like no one's wearing boat shoes. Fast forward, two months later, I go to the Mew Mew show, the same one that I just referenced earlier. They're wearing boat shoes. And I was like, stop this right now. Stop this right now. It's happening. Boat shoes are going to be back. The classic brown boat shoe with the little brown lace on top. It's going to happen. Just mark my words. I just really see people finding inspiration in the classic sailor uniform that we all know and love. Obviously, there's the boat shoe. We already covered that. I think people are going to be copying more than that, though. You know, a lot of times sailor outfits are all white with little pops of navy or little pops of red. I could see that coming back. You know, lots of stripes, like navy blue and white stripes, little pins and stuff on jackets and hats. I feel like sailors always have little pins on their jacket. And even beyond that, just nautical themes in general, like sweaters that have anchors on them or fishes on them, you know, quilted looking fabrics that have sort of a beach scene on them. Like, I just think nautical in general is going to come back, but more specifically sailor aesthetic. All right. This one might be a reach, but hear me out. We have the French artist aesthetic. Let me explain what this is when I imagine it in my head. Okay. I picture boxy sort of comfortable pants in neutral colors, black khaki denim, maybe like sort of a classic denim, like a classic blue. I picture a black and white striped top. I picture a little beret. I picture loafers or ballet flats, but not like a ballet flat that actually looks like it would be worn for ballet, like no pink satin. I'm talking about just a flat Black or maybe red shoe. I really think that this is going to come back. Specifically, black and white stripes, horizontal, horizontal black and white stripes. I feel like that is going to come back in a big way. Like, I feel like that is going to be the pattern of the year. Actually, that's a huge statement. I don't know if I want to make that statement. Actually, now I'm getting nervous, but I really think that black and white stripes are going to come back and be like a very popular, popular, popular pattern. Because obviously, horizontal black and white stripes are always somewhat in, you know? It's a very classic pattern, but I can see it being like the pattern for a moment. And the cute little French beret hat with the little thing sticking up, the little boop sticking up at the top. I think berets are underrated, actually. I just got a few of them because I realized that They are deeply underrated. They're so cool looking. They add so much personality to an outfit. And I don't know, I just, I I really like them. And maybe even with the pants, pants that have like paint stains on them and stuff. I don't know. I, I can see it. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. But the French artist aesthetic might be hot this year. And if it is, I fucking told you so. And if it's not, forget I said anything. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Okay, next, I'm seeing vampire come back. And I feel like we've already sort of seen the vampire kind of aesthetic come back. But I think it's going to get even stronger in 2024. When I think of sort of a Count Dracula-esque look, I think of black clothes, maybe with some pops of white, maybe with some pops of maroon or dark red. I think of suiting, you know, like black and white suiting. I think of lace. I think of triangular shapes. Okay. So like, for example, maybe it's a tight leather vest that has little points. When I think of Dracula-esque Fashion, I think of sharp points, pointy clothes. I think of dramatic trench coats. I think of a sleek black heel. You know, maybe I even think of, I don't know, I just think the vampy vibe is going to be happening. I feel like lace hasn't been super popular necessarily over the past year. Maybe I'm missing something, but I haven't seen a lot of lace. I think lace is going to come back in a big way. Lace everything. Not lace everything, but people who are into this sort of Dracula aesthetic will definitely be wearing a lot of lace. I can imagine people wearing clothes that have like a skeleton on it, you know? Like I feel like that fits into this vampire core as well. Imagine a shirt that looks like it's an X-ray and it can see through to your ribs and stuff. I think that's going to be really trendy. Like clothes that have a skeleton sort of printed on it. I actually just bought a shirt like that. Actually, I bought two shirts like that. Oh my God. Wow. See, like I can't tell what came first, you know, the chicken or the egg. Like, did I buy those just because I like them? And now I'm saying that I think it's going to be a trend because I like them or is it starting? And I'm just on the bandwagon without even realizing it. I don't know. But I do think that that's going to be a big part of that trend. Okay, so next one is a complete random guess. I mean, I guess it's not a complete random guess, but I'm definitely winging it with this one, okay? But hear me out. Over the past few years, we've had many trends based on sports, okay? There was sort of the soccer core happening, which was the soccer jerseys, the Adidas Sambas. There was ballet core. The whole theme was like the ballet slippers, the leotards, the leg warmers, the bows. What's next? There has to be another sport that has its moment in 2024. I have a few guesses. Number one, race car driving aesthetic. Okay, I'm talking about race car jackets. I'm talking about super sporty glasses. I'm talking about, you know, tight sort of jumpsuit looking outfits. This sort of happened already in like 2015. It might be too soon for it to come back, but I think it might come back. If it's not that, I could sort of see it being hockey too, though. You know? The classic hockey jersey coming back in with the sort of zigzag laces on the neck. I don't know though. There's not really a lot to do with that. Like, there's not a lot to rip off from hockey. So, I'm not sure. It could be baseball. Baseball core? Am I losing my mind? Honestly, baseball jerseys are really cute. Like, I'm not opposed to referencing a baseball jersey. You know, the capri pants. Super tight, the short sleeve, button up top. Baseball, it could be baseball. But what if it's like ice skating? It could be ice skating. There's kind of not that's kinda too similar to ballet core though. Hmm. I don't know. But I do think that a sport is going to have its moment. I just don't know what sport it is. Like I don't think it would be football. I also really don't see it being basketball. It that just does not it just it's not I don't think so. I don't see that happening. Tennis already happened. Like 2021, 2022, if I remember correctly, a lot of people were into the tennis aesthetic. I love the tennis aesthetic. I think it's very cute. But I think that that's over for now. That sort of already happened. Could it be wrestling? No. Like what is... what is. There's really not a lot to pull from that either. So I don't know. We will see. We will see what sport ends up being trendy all of a sudden. Okay, next trend has already sort of been happening in 2023, but I think it's going to get really, really strong in 2024, like even stronger than it is now. Sort of the 90s minimalism vibe. Like... Not minimalism in the sense that the people wearing this style only have two shirts and two pants in their closet, meaning they're living a minimalist lifestyle, but rather minimalist design, simple designs, simple colors. You know, a gray pair of slacks with a black turtleneck, a long black skirt with a button up top and a black sweater on top. You know what I'm saying? Like simple accessories. A little pair of glasses. Nothing big, extreme, super spicy, simple. White tank top and blue jeans. Like just super simple. I feel like the color palette is black, dark gray, maybe light blue, denim, white, maybe maroon, maybe, but that's sort of the color palette. Little sporty, small frames, glasses. A simple loafer or a simple boot, everything's sort of understated i don't know i I think that that's going to continue, speaking of trends that I think are going to continue. I also think the sort of stealth wealth, quiet luxury trend is going to continue, and you know how I feel about that okay i I already went through that, so I don't need to go through it again, but I think just minimal designs in general are going to continue in twenty twenty four I think there's a lot of fatigue in fashion because of the internet. And I think that that's why a lot of people are reverting to more minimal designs, more timeless designs, less loud designs, because more loud, overtly trendy things get old a lot quicker. And we're being exposed to a lot at all times. So I think the desire for simplicity is going to continue for probably the next few years, to be honest. And it's already happening, but I think it's just going to continue to happen. And I'd say the 90s minimalism vibe and the stealth, wealth, quiet luxury vibe are just two versions of that. And I'm not mad because I could wear dress pants and loafers and button-ups and sweaters in cute little glasses all day long. Like that's, I love that. I don't necessarily like wearing that all the time, but it's definitely a vibe that I go for quite frequently because it's simple, it's effective, it's timeless, and it makes me feel good, you know? I tend to dress that way when I don't want my outfit to overpower me. I wanna be the star. I don't want my outfit to be the star. I wanna be the star. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly, and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem. If, like me, every now and then, you might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep, and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol, sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. This episode is brought to you by Hagendaz. There's a new love in my life, and it's delicious. It's the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. Wow, it's good. I've been obsessed with having a little sweet treat after dinner, and these ice cream bars could not be more perfect. They're rich and indulgent. They're so creamy and so high quality. They could not be more delicious. So when you're ready to treat yourself, just because, fall in love with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. That's Dawes. Find at retailers nationwide. Okay, now completely opposite to that, I also think that funny slash ironic clothing will continue to be trendy. Now, there's always humor somewhere in fashion. Like there's always someone doing fashion in a funny or ironic or weird way, but I think it's going to continue. Last season when I went to the Acne Studios Runway Show, I remember one of the models walked out and was wearing this white t-shirt with a red bra on top of the shirt, okay? And that was one of the looks. And I was like, wait, whoa, interesting. And then fast forward to like a few days ago, I'm shopping at this great shop in LA and there's a skirt that has a pair of underwear sewed onto the outside of the skirt. So when you're wearing the skirt, it just looks like there's a pair of underwear like slapped on the front. See, now that's silly. And I think that that's a great example of how brands are going to try to be funny and ironic in 2024. Exposed undergarments, I think that that's going to be pretty big this year. But beyond that, I think we can rest assured that brands are going to do the classic silly things that they do, you know, whether that's putting a funny graphic or a funny text on a shirt, or that's making a bag that looks like a banana, or that's creating a pair of sunglasses that cover like half of your face, or that's making shoes that are pants, like making a pair of pants that has shoes connected to it. So it's like, your shoes and pants are connected. Like it's all one piece. Things that are sort of extreme, ironic, funny. I mean, there's always some of that happening somewhere, but I think it's gonna continue and even become more of a thing in 2024. Because in 2023, we saw some brands have a lot of success by coming out with products like that. For example, there were these big red boots. In 2023, they were called the mischief boots and they looked like little cartoon boots. They were these huge, huge red boots. They were like hideous and dumb and funny. And so many celebrities were wearing them and they were all over the news. They're all over whatever. It's incredible for marketing. And I think in 2023, we saw a few brands, that one that I just mentioned being a great example, utilizing insane products that are ridiculous to market their brand, you know, get attention. And so I think there's going to be more of that in 2024, like even more than there was in 2023. You know, it's a game nowadays for for companies to win the attention of the internet, and it's very hard to do because there's a lot of entertaining shit on the internet. And so I think a lot of brands are going to throw you know, a bunch of crazy ideas at the wall to see what will stick and what will go viral. And as a result, there's just going to be more silly, goofy, borderline gimmicky pieces out there. And I think some of them are fun, you know? If it's something that you can truly wear on a consistent basis, great. Maybe it's something to buy, even if it's a little gimmicky. Sometimes gimmicky things actually can be timeless. It's very rare, but I think what distinguishes a gimmicky piece that's just gimmicky and a gimmicky piece that actually is a good purchase is whether or not it's usable. Can you use it? Can you wear it? If it's something you can't actually wear, then it's just a gimmick and it's a waste of money. But if it's something you can actually wear and it's something that you genuinely enjoy and think is amusing and funny, then great. Another thing I've been seeing on the runway that's been shocking to me is super, super high-waisted Pants, skirts, shorts, etc. I'm talking about super high-waisted, like up to the rib cage, okay? I've seen these types of pants paired with bra-like tops. Uh, I've seen these pants paired with shirts just simply tucked in, but I've seen it on multiple runways and that is a sign to me that it's coming. Super extremely high-waisted pants. I personally will probably not participate in this trend. Like I really do not like how it looks on me. I don't have a very long torso to begin with. I really don't need it to look any shorter. You know what I'm saying? But you never know. I might try something on and be like, this is great. I love this. This actually works really well for me. You know, the thing is these super, super high-waisted pants are not like normal high-waisted pants that cut off right at your waist, you know, right at the middle of your waist They go a little bit too high on purpose. It's sort of an awkward design. Like it looks awkward on, but I think that's sort of the point. Like, you know, sometimes we wear clothes because they give off a certain feeling and that's the number one priority. Like they give off this certain feeling and that's all we care about. I feel like that's what these pants are for. These pants are not necessarily meant to be flattering. In a way, they're meant to have personality. And last but not least, I predict clothes that are very handy. Okay. We're talking about pants that have a bunch of pockets on them. We're talking about a pair of boots that has a pocket in it. We're talking about a shirt that has a bunch of pockets in it. Clothes that are really useful. You see what I'm saying? Useful in the sense that you can put a bunch of shit in your clothes, not actually poop, okay? But I mean, you can put your belongings into pockets on your clothes. I think that's what takes clothing from being functional to really functional. It's like, whoa, there's a place to put my keys. There's a place to put my phone. There's a place to put this. There's a place to put my snack. There's a place to put that. Like, I don't know. I just can see that being a trend. And whether or not the little pockets are always useful is almost irrelevant because I think it's going to be more of a style thing than it is actually a functional thing, if that makes sense. This is very much utilitarian, you know, workwear, sturdy fabric, comfy, boxy silhouettes, lots of pockets, maybe even too many pockets. I think that's going to be happening in 2024. And that's all I got, okay? That is all I have. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Let me know your fashion predictions for 2024. I would love to hear. You can DM me at anything goes and let me know what your fashion predictions are for 2024. I really want to know what you think is going to come up, what's going to happen. I am so excited to see. That's like the one thing I'm excited about for the new year is like, what is going to be trendy? (laughs) No, I mean, I'm excited for other things too, but I don't know. There's just something so amusing about seeing what a new year brings in fashion. So we shall see. That's all I have for today. Thank you all so much for listening and hanging out. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, you can tune in Thursdays and Sundays, anywhere you stream podcasts. Watch video though, exclusively on Spotify. Follow Anything Goes on Instagram and Anything Goes. Follow me on Instagram at Emma Chamberlain. Check out my coffee company, chamberlaincoffee.com. You can shop online or use the store locator and see if we're in a store near you. This is my last episode for a few weeks. I'm taking a few weeks off for the holidays. You know, gonna go be with family and relax and rest my little brain. And then I'll be back on January 11th, 2024 for a whole nother year of Anything Goes. And I can't wait. On the weeks that I take off, I'll be re-uploading some of my interviews that I did over the course of the year. So, you know, maybe re-listen to those. They'll pop up on your feed and you can re-listen to those if you want. But there will be nothing new until January 11th, 2024. And until then, I love you all. I appreciate you all. I hope you have the most incredible holidays. I don't know, I just love and appreciate you all and I'll talk to you next year that's all I got. Okay. Love you. Love you.